Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. You're about to listen to episode 11 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. And as you're listening to it, more likely than not, Mark and I are on a plane for Auckland, New Zealand, or we've landed there and we're going to Sydney, Australia, or we're in Sydney and we're performing. Or we're in Auckland or Wellington performing. I don't know how recently you listen to these. Maybe you listen when they come out. You got to hear it right away. Maybe you wait a while. Either way, that's fine. We're glad you're listening. And we'd also be glad if you're enjoying the show so far, we'd really appreciate you rating us on iTunes and leaving us some reviews. Uh, a lot of you already have, and we really appreciate it. You said some very kind words. Very cool of you. If you haven't done it yet, it's very easy. It only takes a minute or two. You should do it. I'm just going to say you're going to do it. You probably will. You seem kind of cool. And now, please enjoy episode 11 of We Got This. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. What's the best men's underwear? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to another episode. Yeah. Al. It's another one. Thanks, Mark. Welcome to you as well. Thank you. And to everyone listening, welcome and thank you for listening to our little show. Uh, it, we were just at Comic Con in Chicago at mm-hmm. C2E2 and there were several people that came up and were like, Oh, we love, we got this. And that was surprising. Somebody came up and was like, uh, I really love you in we got this, which is very odd because that is the, not the first thing I would expect somebody to recognize me from. No, you are Steve Carlsberg for Pete's sake. That's right. And, and a variety of, of narrators. Oh, wait. In what? Uh, in serial. You haven't heard that one yet, have you? Oh, no. That's that one about that kid that may or may not have killed that other kid. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's racist. Right. That is me. Um, right. I haven't heard it. Oh, I, everyone thinks you're racist. No, I play the kid. Um, so. Today, today we are talking about – go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. Men's underwear. What is the best yes. kind? The best kind of men's underwear. Uh, we Now, you and I have talked – we've been doing this whole count to three thing and then say what our preference was. Yes. But apparently, A, by doing that, we are uh, blowing the ending of the episode because we <laughs> rarely change our minds. And yes. B – Agreeing about everything. So let's not do that this time. How's I, that? I agree. And there are a lot of different uh, types of underwear we can discuss. This was uh, submitted, by the way, by one of our listeners, Elliot mm-hmm. Steph Honing is the name. Thank you very much, Elliot. Yes. Thank you for all three of your names and your suggestion. Um. So now that we're not doing that count to three, I don't know how to start this, Hal. Well, let, let's talk about the options that, that there are for men – uh, to cover their most delicate areas. So, okay. so let's, we'll go from the least material to the most materials. That, does that sound fair? Sure. Okay. The so, least material, uh, bikinis. Or, or what about nothing at all? Commando. Oh, nothing at all. Well, that's, you're catching me on a technicality there, Hal. Have you just wished for more wishes? <laughs> I did. I'm trying to fool the genie of life. All right. Uh, so let's talk about Commando. Yeah. Have you ever uh, gone Commando? 
I have, but only by necessity. I don't like to go commando. Uh-huh. Why is that? I like having that, I like having that layer, uh, that extra layer of protection between, um, me and my jeans that, you know, it's like when you're sleeping, you know, you're not going to wash the comforter every night, but you're going to wash the sheets every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yes. Does that make any sense? It does. But I also, I think we just learned a lot about you because, uh, you, you don't wash a comforter every night, but you wash your sheets every once in a while, which probably yeah. means when you remember. <laughs> no, I'm, well, what's standard with washing sheets? I think what you're supposed to do is wash them once a week. Once a week? All right. I'm not far from that. I'm once every 10 days to two weeks. Okay. That's not bad. That's, That's not bad fair. at all. That's respectable. I'm not like a college kid that puts the sheets on in September and then at graduation peels them off the bed. <laughs> did you do that in college? No, but I had buddies who did that in college. And Ugh. yeesh. You know that sort of like like that when a bedroom smells like dirty hair? Yes. Yes, I do. You know that smell? Yes. Yeah, that's... That's what it always smelled oh, like. Just everything, every bit of sweat and yeah. figuring yourself out gets trapped in those sheets. <laughs> figuring yourself out. Is, is there anything? Oh, dear Lord. What's filthier than a college student, right? That's when nothing. you're at your dirtiest as a, as a person. dirtier. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No. Um, like nine-year-old boy. Is that I the dirtiest? Being, I remember being like eight or nine years old. And just looking around the classroom and being like, oh, wash your hands, for God's sake. What, were you playing in dirt at recess? <laughs> Mark Gagliardi, nine-year-old dandy. <laughs> well, I was wearing that ascot. Yeah. And you, so you had to quickly pull a handkerchief out of your sleeve and cover your nose with it so you didn't have to smell the filth of your fellow nine-year-olds. Yes. Oh, yes. And I had another nine-year-old that wandered around and would lay a coat on the ground in front of me that I could walk on. Great. <laughs> A nine-year-old valet. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not a huge fan of commando. I'm um, not, I'm not either. And, and the jeans are a good issue. Um, and he, number one, because there's a zipper and you don't oh, want that. Listen, that I, I can speak from experience that, uh, if you're wearing jeans, you're going to want to have some sort of protection between you and that zipper. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't go full, uh, there's something about Mary, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's always the, like, you have to, like tuck and also pull the pants out to zip them up. You'd think that for people who want to go commando or just anybody with genitals that are outside of their body, that you would want your pants to zip on the side. Like, is that, is that an impossible thing? Have we not figured out how to do that? doesn't seem well, like it would be you, wait, difficult. How are you going to pee if your pants zip up on the side? Well, you're going <laughs> to, you're, you're going to just have to like pull the whole thing down at the urinal. <laughs> yeah. Like again, like a nine year old, like a little kid. <laughs> there was a kid. Did you ever do this? Did you ever do this thing where you would, uh, stand, uh, if you had like the floor length urinals, did you have those in your school? Sure. Uh, we would, we would see how far back we could stand and still get in the urinal. Oh yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, that, like I said, children are dirty monsters. Uh, I, I knew a kid once and I don't remember who it was. Uh, I wish I knew. I wish I could call them out by name, but we're, you know, when you're a kid, you do something you don't do as an adult, which is stand, unless you're at like a baseball game, which is stand in line at the urinals. Like you're right behind the person who has to, who's going to the bathroom so you can be next. And this kid was like, well, I'm about to go to the bathroom. So you had like multiple lines at your school, like each urinal had a line and you're like jumping to be like, oh man, the line on 
urinal D is shorter. I think in, in like second grade, which is like, we're talking like six, seven, there was like one urinal. So there was a line, uh, but it wasn't okay. like I didn't, the door. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's fine. Um, so the kid who is next in line, who is not going to the bathroom, he's, he's prepping and his preparation is, Apparently, his his aim was bad enough that he had to pull his pants and underwear all the way down to his ankles. <laughs> so like, this is a normal thing, right? This is what people do. Yeah. Like, what is that household like where that kid was I, uh, raised? I was once at a ball game uh, walking out through the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say this now. Stop me if I've told this story on the show already. I'm going to start saying that a lot because we're, what, six episodes in? I have minimal stories. <laughs> this is episode but, 10. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I don't know what we do here. This is why you handle everything. Um, and I'm in, at Wrigley Field, and I'm watching a ball game, and my buddy's in front of me. And as we're walking, and there's a long – it's the trough. It's the uh, pee trough. So it's sure. not one urinal. It's like a big, you know, giant thing. Nightmare. And, uh, and as we're walking out, he turns around to me and he says, hey, watch this. As he's leaving, he taps a kid on the shoulder who's standing at the urinal peeing. And, of course, what is a little kid going to do? He's going to turn his entire body to the left and pee all over the guy next to him. <laughs> oh, that kid is oh, a living Farrelly Brothers bit. Yeah, he really is. Uh, and God bless my buddy for teaching me that bit. I haven't tried it since. Uh, but I think it is hilarious. Well, you know, it's probably a good idea in 2015 to not walk up to random children in a men's room touch them and touch them. Hand. Yeah. Well, even when they're not, just let's just say that's not okay anytime if it's not I your kid. Um, but all of this is to say that side zipper would be, would be difficult, but it's also like, I don't want metal teeth near my business. Sure. But here's the other well, thing. How many different euphemisms for uh, our genitals are we going to use? So far, we've used business. Delicate, um, delicate area. My, uh, my nethers. My, my nethers. Let's keep, let's let the listeners keep count. If you are listening to this and you figure out how many times we do it, please let us know. We will, we will not keep no, count will, for you. We will record your, uh, voicemail like, uh, Castle on, wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes. Exactly. That's his prize on there, which is a great prize. <laughs> we'll um, do your voicemail message. First one to right, tell us. So, but, but so here, that's commando. We one more commando. One more commando issue. Um, okay. is when you put your, your pants on normally, you expect there to be underwear there. So it, it, that actually does help keep them up in the same way that if you try to suit on and you try on mm-hmm. the suit pants, you need to have a shirt on that you can tuck in because otherwise you're not going to get an accurate idea right. of how it fits. So. It feels like the time your pants are the most likely to just fall down is when you're not wearing any underwear. Wait, who is trying on pants with no underwear? N- not that. No, no. I'm just saying like it's that same idea of you I you wear you. your pants with underwear on most of the time. So when you don't have underwear on, you've got a little bit more room so the pants are more likely to slide off. How thick is your underwear, Hal? It's one <laughs> one foot thick cement yeah. underwear. Yeah. Hal, you wear that corrugated underwear, right? Yeah. I keep my bits in a panic room. Bits. Ding. That's another one. Um, so so the next – That's horrifying. The, the next step What's up – the secret knock to get to Hal Loveland's bits? <laughs> Only Jennifer knows. Oh. Which Jennifer? Your wife? My wife. No, some random Jennifer who's out on the street gotcha. was born with the combination <laughs> as a birthmark on the back of her neck. 
She lays in that pool until it comes to her in a dream, and then Tom Cruise gets it on a little wooden ball. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are there are there pros to going commando? I, I think there. Are. I think there's a freedom to it. I think if you're wearing gym shorts, it like it feels mm-hmm. you you feel free. There's a free feeling with that. I will say that. Yeah. You also um, look like any dude in a movie that's just ended a sex scene because all of them just stand up, show their butt, and pull their jeans on. <laughs> I don't think anyone in a movie post-sex scene has ever put on underwear. No. No, because their foot will get caught in one part and then they'll almost mm-hmm. strip. It's not very sexy yeah. putting on underwear. Mm-hmm. It's also, I think, uh, sexy when a lady takes it off. Couldn't be anything less sexier than a guy taking it off. Yes. That's true. Like, I'm awkward. I'm fumbling. I'm falling on the ground. <laughs> you're trying to take them off quickly assu- yeah. if you're in the company just, of just in someone you're attracted to. Mind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the clock's ticking on her decision. Immediately. <laughs> uh, so, so what's the next step up? You, you said bikini earlier. The next step up, I think, because not a lot of guys wear thongs, I assume. Um, there's the jock strap, but nobody wears that unless they're training, right? I would, Im- I would uh, imagine I've never worn a jock strap in my life. Really? Never have. Uh, they are really weird. I've, uh, I've seen them. I don't get how they, I feel like, uh, I feel like the insane clown posse talking about magnets when I look at them because I just go, how do they work? I don't understand them. <laughs> uh, and I don't understand the reference. I assume the insane clown posse Come on. is a song about magnets. Magnets. How do they work? I removed the F word because we're a family podcast. The, F- oh. the only F word around here is family. That's right. We may not be a family podcast today since we're talking about our junk and our bits and going commando. Yeah. Um, so, uh, br- uh, bikinis. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> all right. I'll have another quick story for you. Please. Uh, I once went, I, I'd run out of underwear and I didn't feel like doing laundry and I was, not near enough to a place. I, for some reason I had to, I had a time crunch on underwear. Okay. Which I assume is a rare thing, but it happens. And, uh, I went down to the, the corner store at the bottom of the hill where I lived and there was a liquor store there. And I thought, you know what? Just on the odd chance, sometimes they have like that little section where they have like socks and random sundry items. Sure. Sure as, uh, sure as rain, they had bikini briefs for men. <laughs> <laughs> and the box, the packaging for the bikini briefs was, it was, uh, purple leopard bikini briefs. And, <laughs> uh, and, uh, on the, on the packaging, there is a gentleman wearing just those briefs holding a tiny little demitasse with, uh, with the saucer underneath. And he's like sipping the world's tiniest little cup of tea. Uh, and that is the picture that they chose for the packaging. Like, you know what? Nothing says manly like a gentleman in purple, uh, striped bikini briefs, uh, <laughs> sipping a demi tasse of tea. That's so true. I bought them. <laughs> of course. And, you had no uh, choice. <laughs> and I took them home and I, I tried them on and I, didn't look like the guy on the cover of the uh of the the packaging uh i looked at this t- at this point i was about 40 pounds heavier with a shaved head and i looked like uncle fester at a european beach <laughs> <laughs> um but i do i do rock the uh i do rock the briefs sometimes and i rock the multicolored briefs 
So I guess technically that means I'm frequently a bikinis guy. I think the difference between the bikinis and the tidy whities is just the color, right? Uh, well, that – are, don't the bikinis also at the hip, aren't they – isn't there less material as opposed to like a, like the tidy whitey BVDs? There's more room. Like there's more distance. Like you get the waist strap that you pull up. It's not – doesn't feel like like that European beach uh, kind of kind of swimwear. Like a Speedo is not, is not tidy yeah. whitey. Uh, but, oh, I, I, but just going back to that story, I'm, I was surprised yeah. to hear that when you run out of underwear that you don't just paste a bunch of coffee filters over your crack. Look, man, and your everybody's front hump. really hung up on this whole coffee filter thing. Yeah. It's not normal. It's really not normal. Nobody's going to let that go ever. You're the coffee filter guy. Well, how did I look? Just because it's, it, those are times of desperation. Exactly. Those are, not the, those are not my good moments. No, no, they're my definitely good moments not. are filled with toilet paper and mustard only hot dogs and whatever else we've talked about in our six episodes. <laughs> Ten episodes. Whatever. <laughs> um, look, here's the thing about you. I've roomed with you a lot and I've, I've only yeah. seen you the times where, where you have been in, in a state of underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, you are wearing the best state, the best state. <laughs> Yeah, the best state of the union is the state underwear. Come on down. <laughs> We're made of cotton sometimes. Um, Hopefully. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Silk. <laughs> oh, I have a story about silk later on. Please. Uh, believe you me, I've got a story. We'll just wait for that. Um, right. But you're frequently wearing bikini underwear. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know why? Because they pack small. And uh, I'm they sure do. And I can pack a whole heck of a lot of bikinis into the same amount of space that I could pack. What's the biggest underwear? Spacesuit underwear. <laughs> yeah, long johns. Yeah, that's the biggest underwear. A red union suit. <laughs> Ooh, that might we may have a winner with red union suit. That we may. That may be the winner. We may have to end it. Call it now. But I don't like. I I can't stand bikini underwear, and I don't like tidy whities either. Like on and another I, person, because uh, on um, me. I'll stop. Okay. I don't know. No, on you, they're fine. You pull it off fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. I, I think that they're really uncomfortable. And I like, because, <clears throat> oh, here we go. Let's start the dance. Because okay. they, they, the area where your thighs, your inner thighs meet your torso, uh, uh-huh. is, is an area that can, that can chafe very easily. And it's very easy during the course of a day for a pair of underwear to move around. And when that underwear moves around and it's, it's either not covering or gets embedded in, it's just, there's too much chafing. It's too uncomfortable. I don't, I don't, I have never found a pair and I've worn them off and on over the years several times, a pair that has done its containment work properly. Okay. Mine tend to do their containment properly. I don't, I don't notice them moving around all that much. Uh, I do like that you can describe that with all of the vague detail of a conservative dad explaining sex to his kid. <laughs> uh, now son, here's the thing. When a, when a man <laughs> and a woman love each other, they, sure. they're in the same room and, uh, then about five minutes later, he's asleep and a baby's happened. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. So I should so I should put baby powder down there? Yeah, absolutely, son. I'll I'll see you next month. 
Um, <laughs> so that that's my problem with tidy whities But you like tidy okay. whities They're comfortable for you. I, they pack well. I don't like tidy whities I like those bikini briefs better than tidy whities because of what you mentioned, that like that sp- extra space on the hip of the mm-hmm. tidy whities I feel like they're too tall. You know what I mean? Right. So they wind up getting bunched up. That's my big, big pet peeve with underwear is it getting bunched up. I want I want that cloth to stay snug to uh, to everything that needs it, that it needs to sn- stay snug to. Sure. But also um, it needs to give some room, which is why the next step up, the boxer brief. Well, before we get to boxer briefs, Go there's ahead. another one that I really like, um, which is a sort of a hybrid between – uh, briefs and boxer briefs. Please, please tell me it's trunks. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be, uh, two towels and safety pins. Oh my God. I'm not Fan a towels. crazy hobo. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, come some coffee filters and I have a date in the bathroom. Oh boy. Short yeah. episode. Uh, now no, what no, are no, trunks? No, no. Not, not what you think. I'm just using them as blotter paper for my sweaty forehead. Um, <laughs> what a gentleman. Right. What a dandy. Um, so trunks are they're like short boxer briefs but they're not quite briefs um and they're usually what you will see in uh the the gay community really enjoys these and you can get them in lots of different colors and styles and all kinds of fanciness and they've got like a a pouch in the front there's no flap there's just a an area that's uh that's separated from the rest of it sort of a a a little, a little purse to hold everything, if you will. <laughs> um, a buddy of mine said to me, uh, cause, you know, working in theater, I'm frequently in a state of undress. Sure. And, uh, a gay friend of mine said to me, he said, Oh, you straight boys, never with the cute underwear. Go get some cute underwear. And I went, All right, I guess I got to get cute underwear now. So, uh, I was at Urban Outfitters and they had, uh, this whole section of trunks, and I there were a few that I liked, so I picked me up a pair of bicycle trunks, not like bike shorts, like trunks that had uh, penny farthings on them. Uh, <laughs> that I was, I was pretty excited about. That's and, uh, that and is. Then when I came to work the next time, I was like, "Hey, dude, check it out!" And I showed him my, my new trunks. I can't, I can't believe that those underwear don't live exclusively in Brooklyn. Like if you left, if you tried to leave, <laughs> the underwear would hold you within the borough limits. It, like, is, uh, very, it is very Brooklyn yeah. to have any farthing underwear. It's like my pair that has tiny mustaches all over them. Oh my God. That is like, yeah. you're all right. You're not allowed to leave Williamsburg with those. They have to stay here. <laughs> they're under neighborhood arrest. Uh, now, now trunks are like, they're, they're like hot pants, right? Like little hot pants. So they're yeah, tighter. They don't say juicy across the butt. I'm sure there's a pair that say juicy across the butt. Listen, I want those for Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah, is that it? <laughs> I feel like I'm celebrating. I celebrate everything. My wife is uh, Presbyterian. I'm Jewish. I get two holidays like I have divorced parents or something. Oh, look at that. That's yeah. great. Very special. Which holiday is like stay with me and you get a bike? <laughs> exactly. They both are. They both are offering. I get two bikes. Guys, two bike holiday. That's the new hashtag for the show. Two bike holiday. Yeah. But trunks to me, like, I don't like, I don't want really tight underwear. And maybe that's because I'm overweight. I'm sure if I was, had like a rockin' bod, I would love to wear something real tight. But right now I'm all about like, give me a little bit of room, please. So it just sounds like, like it would look, (laughs) 
I would look like I was smuggling the Michelin man between my belly button and my knees. <laughs> See, I like it tight. And I do not either have the rock and bod, Hal. Uh, <laughs> but I prefer things to – for the body that I was given and have done some damage to, uh, I like everything to be in the place that I want it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And trunks, uh, you know, they tighten you where you need to tighten and they leave room where they need to leave room. They're, they're like, uh, genital spanks. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, look, if you need spanks for your genitals, you may have larger problems. <laughs> oh, I, re- I really have to give, <laughs> I really have to give the boys down there <laughs> some shape and definition. The one sure. thing they lack when they're out of underwear. Yeah, I've got hourglassicles. Oh, it just looks like that, uh, <laughs> it looks like that elephant nose spy from the first Star Wars movie. <laughs> so you gotta get some trunks, dude. Uh. Oh, you are not passing information to stormtroopers down there. <laughs> um, all right. Ne- now can we talk about boxer briefs? Let's talk about boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Uh, I feel like I discovered them. For myself, like in my teens to college years. And I think because how old are you? You're 36? 38. 38. I'm 36. And uh, you and I – so you and I are roughly of the same era. Yes. And I think they were invented around around the time we went into high school because that's also when I discovered them. Is that possible? Or is it – I believe that boxer briefs were not invented until right around then. They're They're a fairly new phenomenon. Interesting. See, I feel like I was wondering if it was something where like every generation discovers it and then thinks that, that like, oh, we're the generation that actually discovered boxer briefs. But really, it's been happening since like the 1700s. Sure. Every generation thinks that they're the first generation to discover everything. But how? While you were talking, not that I wasn't listening. Sure. Um, I was. I was also finding the Wikipedia page for boxer briefs. I've already and been there this whole turns time. Out. <laughs> Have you really? Yes. Uh, it turns out John Varvatos invented boxer briefs during his 1990 to 1995 stint at Calvin Klein. So we really are the boxer briefs generation. Yeah, we are the boxer briefs generation. We're the first generation to get underwear right because <laughs> I will, I will say it right now. Boxer briefs are my favorite. Okay. Uh, uh, they've got, they've got the, they've got the snugness that I desire and the lack of bunching, which I require, uh, as well as, uh, a little room for the boys to, uh, play down there. I feel like you've just, I feel like that's how our Al Sharpton would, uh, say it. They've got the, the tightness I desire and the room that I require and the room you know, to let the little boys play. Um, yeah. <laughs> So when things are on fire and love is my desire, <laughs> I can get there before the end of the day. And I will never tire. Uh, I'm just random things now. I don't even know. Before the end of the day. I, this is why I'm a terrible songwriter. Because <laughs> just every line has to rhyme with the line before it. Yeah. And by the way, ire and A are two of the easiest things to rhyme. I still failed. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry to, that you're never going to be the great songwriter that you want to be. A frustrated artist right. is what you are. Uh, I like boxer briefs a lot. I, I, uh, that's what I'm currently rocking because <laughs> it does have, uh, some room to it. It does have the tightness. Like 
you know, it contains where you want it to and it has some room where you don't, but it is not my favorite. I'm going to, I'm going to part ways from you here and say that right. m- my favorite is, uh, our boxers. Really? Yes. I love uh, box- boxers. Boxers are my least favorite. Hands oh, down. come on. You are an insane person. They are the best. No, they bunch. All they do is bunch. No, they don't bunch. If you're that, that's a, that's a pants problem. If you're wearing boxers and they're Look, bunching man, on my, you in the, in the hierarchy of my clothes, my pants get way higher priority than my underwear does. So <laughs> if that's, if there's no such thing as a pants problem, that isn't also primarily an underwear problem. They're like the boss. They're like, Hey, underpants if i got a problem you got a problem and guess who's gonna get fired you see i go the other way around i want the comfort i'm I'm, i want to go inside out i want comfort around the twig and berries and then let the pants be the final shield like that's that's you know i i want i want the nice performance underneath now i will say if if you're gonna be like playing basketball or going running or something you don't that that is a better time. Like you don't want to go out on the court wearing a pair of boxers underneath your gym shorts because it's basically like you're wearing double shorts, and yeah. you will sweat and chafe, and it'll pull all over the place, and you will uh you will be balling in the way that you do not want to be balling on that court. Uh, so I I would agree with you there. Like it's it's not the underwear for everything but it is so comfortable and here's the added bonus if it's like early in the morning and you got to go check the mail or something they look like you're just wearing shorts so they're they they're like how sneaky you commando don't go out and get the mail in just boxers you don't know what i do i wear a t-shirt as well it's not like i no, walk around no, i'm sorry oh i'm sorry i forgot the beginning of that sentence Please tell me <laughs> is the beginning of that sentence. Listen, I hate to let you down. I oh. know that I'm your hero, but no you hero is hero. perfect. You know that. I know. I know. And you should listen to your hero and know that your that your hero understands comfort and function in the modern world. And that is why the boxer is the most superior of the underwear types. It's so, and what about the, what about the random flap that keeps opening and your junk falls out and fall and aims toward that zipper? Might I add? Well, that- there's no, there's no, there's no flap on a pair of boxers that hasn't just randomly flopped open and submitted my boys to some dangerous, uh, terrain. Uh, look, I agree that if you're, if you let your boxers, if you keep them around too long mm-hmm. and eventually that, that hole will begin to open. Further yes. and further. Yes. It's like that Stargate that you have outside your house. You've had it for a long time, and the Stargate just keeps opening wider and wider. <laughs> exactly. Eventually, eventually, what happens is uh, your genitals wind up in 17th century France, which is a cool journey to take. I want to go through that Stargate. <laughs> the Stargate in your pants. Boxers. Like, it sells itself. But All right. It, I'm like, beginning to fear that we might not agree. We, we don't agree, but we're going to get there. Uh, boxers are, they're so comfortable. A lot of that, like the higher end ones come with a little button that solves the flap issue. And you've, you've so many more material choices in boxers. Like boxer briefs tend to be that cotton or maybe polyester blend. Uh, maybe it's like a, say that silk is a good idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I I promise you I'm not. You've got like, I want to hear your silk story though. Oh yeah. You've got the sheer material. Uh, sheer material are you talking like, about? Like, like for boxer briefs, you got that like sporting material, like you'd build a, like a, like a running shirt. 
Like the kind that wicks <laughs> yes, away the, moisture. the sporting material. <laughs> yes, it's the same black and white stripes that my onesie have on them when I go out to the beach and raise my dumbbells for all the lasses in Atlantic City. <laughs> all right, fine. I'm a dandy, too. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> That's what I wanted. Get your bicycle underpants. Well, when I'm shining my monocle. <laughs> sure. But you have a lot of – like you can wear like really nice – um like sweatshirt material, like flannel boxers. They're really comfortable, oh, really warm. That sounds like a nightmare to me. That's oh. like a nightmare of sweat. So, but you sweat all the time. You sweat when it's cold, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a hearsuit guy. We sweat. You just, yeah, you're just a sweaty dude. I'm not that sweaty. Um, but, uh, we're so really painting a picture of ourselves as just the epitome of, uh, of gentlemen, aren't we? Well, we're Look, too- I got this thing bunched up in my butt. I'm wearing my <laughs> tiny purple striped underpants and I'm sweaty. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a coffee filter stuck to the bottom of your shoe for the last time you went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, you are such a jerk. Silk boxers though, I don't like. No, I, they're monstrous. Cause they're, they're too slippy slidey. The purpose of underwear is, is containment and they don't do a very good job. Like I don't I want. Have, the purpose of underwear is containment. Then why are you wearing boxers? Because it's not, it's not like free reign. It's nice to have a little bit of room. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I like a little bit of room, but I do the boxer briefs that have that, uh, extra space in the front. L- listen to all of the gentlemen out there. I'm going to let the ladies in on our secret. Ladies, this is maybe one of the greatest moments of joy that, that a male has, uh, is when they, when they get home and they, they take their pants off, which for some of us might be immediate. Um, do you do that? I do. immediately upon arriving I, home. I do. I will. I will sometimes go like, "All right, time to be in my underwear." But like the the moment because you're five, right? If you're able to remove your underwear for a second, like the feeling of freedom. That's the thing. Be being home, even if you're just in your underwear, you can like everybody has room. It's like. <laughs> It's like you have a dog that's been in a kennel all day and you get home and you let the dog out. The dog just wants to run all over the place and experience the whole apartment. It's that like you have some freedom. It's not that you're not that you're taking your beanbag out and rubbing it on your furniture. Right. Uh, but just like, oh, I'm free. Like, I'll tell you, for me, the version of that that, that I find the most comfortable is to um, do the twist after you've done that. So that you remember. Do you remember the Karate Kid part two? Where he's, uh, twisting, he's got that little drum that's got sure. the two, that's got the two, uh, little beads on either side. And when he twists it, it plays the drum. You get him at like Epcot sells him. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Playing, playing that game to just loosen things up is great. Exactly. I also like that you took something that is, uh, a part of, of ancient Asian heritage and went, you know, you get it at Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, Look, man, I've never been to ancient Asia. You know where I've been? A lot. Epcot. Well, maybe you should go through the pee hole of your boxers and then you can visit ancient Asia because it's a Stargate. Look, man, I don't know what kind of boxers you're buying, but I'll be over here with my purple stripe bikini briefs and a demitasse full of tea. <laughs> you want to join me? By the way, there is a horrifying photo of me recreating that photo on the cover of uh of the packaging for that thing. 
uh, and it's somewhere that we can find. You realize that people will find it if it's anywhere online now. It is nowhere online. It exists in my computer, has never been even as close to a photo stream. It's it's not going anywhere near the Internet. It's the most horrifying picture of myself. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. How about this? How about we make a deal for the people listening? No. To this? Why? Why would? Why Listen. Did I know that that existed. Here, 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 here. Listen to this. Let's let's we'll make it a reward. Okay. Listen. If if this episode within its first twenty four hours of release gets ten thousand downloads, will you will you submit to putting that picture online? Absolutely not. Come on. That's well, that really is a hope lot. This gets- but I really hope this gets uh, 10,000 downloads. You know, I put that headshot of me out there dressed as a construction worker. That the least you, are, you could do. You are fully clothed. I am in nothing but tiny trunks. I'm 30 pounds heavier. I'm bald and black fingernail polish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I was doing a play. Please, if, you, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I know we have people listening to this who are artists. Please do your rendering of what that might look like. Oh, we'll get God. that on Tumblr. All right. Um, all right. All right. Let's move up. After boxers, do we, do we go with uh, the Mormon underwear? I don't. That, like big onesie? I don't really know it well enough. Yeah. Or do we go I, straight to the union suit? Let's go straight to the union suit, and I don't know what that is. So I want the you union to suit tell me is that is. hillbilly red full body long john with their butt flap. Oh no way, we're way past that. It's it's 2015. All right, I'm just saying we have to. You said you wanted to cover all bases. Even if you live in Alaska, you found a better solution than wearing than wearing what a cartoon character wears in a Hatfield McCoy Bugs Bunny episode. <laughs> yeah. We're way past that. <laughs> that you, you want to dress better than the Mountain Dew mascot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please, if if I get a, if I get a one prayer answered by yeah, the Lord right. above, it's to dress better yeah. than the Mountain Dew mascot. I want to everything better than anything that Mountain Dew anything related is. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I want you to make a last pitch. I'm going to make a last pitch for boxers. You make a last pitch for boxer briefs, and then we're going to settle it. It looks like all every other kind of underwear that we wear or have worn has gone by the wayside. You're you're in the boxer brief contingent. I'm in the boxers yeah. contingent. I'll go right now. Uh, the silk boxers, by the way, very quickly to tell that story. Um, I got a pair or two, and – I wore them and I felt like a boxer in them. Like I felt like an actual boxer because they looked like <laughs> those silken. Like I wish they had an Everlast on them. Sure. Um, now that would be an awesome pair of boxers. Th- I put them on. I took them off. Nothing unseemly was done in them or to them. You didn't. I didn't. No. And, and wash them. So they went in the wash. It was just a normal, you know, underwear wearing, completely normal, innocent wearing of underwear. It went in the wash and it came out of the dryer with the correct settings like a Frisbee. What? So here's the pro- – like you have to like – What do you mean like a Frisbee? Like plastic like, round and like shaped? Like stiffened. It was like stiff and crink- like crinkly crunchy, like the whole thing. They were ruined very quickly. And I learned like if I have a pair of underwear, I don't want to have to – I don't want to have to care for it. Like they're like they're an expensive pair of shoes where I have no, to polish them. Yeah, wash, wash, yeah. dry. You fold are at a roll, the low get end. Rid of them. You are at the low end. You are at the lowest point on the totem pole and the lowest on the food chain. You are the thing I wear uh, because I don't want my junk touching any of my real clothes. Yeah, you you are the first thing to touch any fart that happens. 
You can't escape it. You're guess yeah. what? You're the mayor of Fart City yeah. underwear. Guess what, underwear? You only exist because I don't want my jeans to touch my BH. <laughs> so, but boxers are so comfortable. They're and you feel like there are times when you are by yourself or 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 whatever like and you it's just comfortable to have them on. They're just so comfortable, Mark, and I'm I'm all about comfort. I, I like the tighter underwear for sports, but when it comes to everyday underwear, you can't beat a pair of boxers for comfort. Yes, I can, Hal, because a pair of boxer briefs, it has all of the benefits of boxers. It has that looseness in the front, but it also has the benefits of briefs in that it is snug to your legs and you're going to wind up with your waistband twisting around or uh, the leg parts of the boxers twisting as you're walking or moving around. You're not going to wind up with a bunch of cloth up your butt because there's not all that much cloth to go up your butt. All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to make a decision. Best of both worlds, man. Best of both worlds. I I hate to do this because I love boxers so much. But I'm going to cede to you, Mark, because you're bringing back memories of wearing a pair of boxers and having them like almost turn sideways. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> How did you get him to go that far? I, you're practically like cuffed around, around your crotal area and, and your rear and your legs. Like you're cuffed in. Some, they get all, they got all the way turned around and I would have to like stand and like shift everything. And so then the underwear is straight, but the pants have to come back. It was like a lotsy of, of the underwear straightening. Like I couldn't get it right. And that was, that was a nightmare. That I, I guess I buried in my subconscious until you talked just then about it. <laughs> Cause really, I think the reason why I switched, cause I was wearing boxers for a while and, and, uh, and I was quite content and I was like, oh, this is my life now. I just, I just chafe a lot. And I remembered like boxer, boxer briefs. I was like, you know, maybe that'll do a better job. And I, and I, and I got them and by God, they did. And I have probably like 12 to 14 pairs of them right now. That I put in rotation. So I'm a boxer briefs guy who, who doesn't want to admit it, I guess. Well, admit it. Stand up and proudly say, I'm Hal Lublin and I'm a boxer briefs guy. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm a, I'm a boxer briefs guy. And I want to say something to all the people out there. I don't care if you wore boxers. I don't care if you wear bikini briefs. I don't care if you go commando. This is a new day. And for 25 years, the gold standard of underwear has changed in this country, in this world. Wherever you are, I want you to stand up. I want you to take your pants off. I want you to look down at what you're wearing around your private areas. And if it's not a pair of boxer briefs, I want you to tear that underwear off. I want you to throw it in the trash. And I want you to waddle around pant-legged in search of the one true underwear for every man. The boxer brief. Hey, Hal. Yeah. What's your crotal area? You know, it's the area where the crotch is. Oh, okay. Hey, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, I'm sorry, this is kind of a long episode, but boy, we really got into that. We, we had to, um, we had to settle it once and for all. We did, we did. Um, and so I would like to uh, personally thank um, 
John Varvatos over at uh, over at Calvin Klein, and now his own designer boxer brief. He's now become yeah. he's gr- the man who invented the boxer briefs has become a almost second to none designer of men's suits. Yeah, so, so he, he knows wear your boxer briefs when you wear a John Varvatos suit. Yes, we salute you, John Varvatos. The John Varvatos suit actually has tiny pouches for all of your junks. <laughs> In case you're like uh, Malakili the Rancor Keeper from Return of the Jedi. Remember he had like a triple <laughs> level bra? Some people have that in their pants. We're not judging. We're saying oh, that we got this. <laughs> your boxer briefs got that. Yes, I will make Star Wars references. All I'm all, Just constantly life is a series of opportunities for a Star Wars reference. Yeah, I watched you. Uh, I watched you buy a uh, buy a very expensive Luke Skywalker while we were at C2E2 in Chicago. Oh. But – uh, thank you. I would like to publicly say thank you for buying me a, uh, a Tackleberry action figure from Police Academy as my birthday present. Well, and I'm very happy it's hanging up on my wall right now. Anything for the birthday boy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> of course. Happy belated birthday, everybody. Thank you. Hey, to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Unless your birthday is today, then happy birthday. That's right. Uh, we want to thank Ken Plume, who does all the audio uh, mixing and mastering for us. Yes. Uh, Mike Furman for our theme song. Yes. And uh, uh, Jonathan Dinerstein, who does that brilliant piece of music that underscores the very opening of the show, that dramatic music. We have super talented friends and we love them. We do. Uh, but we also have super talented fans who we love that have a ton of arguments they want us to settle for them. We want to hear from you. Yes. Yeah, so please, uh, we got this tweets on Twitter or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. Is there another one? Uh, or facebook.com slash we got this podcast or facebook.com slash we got this podcast. And, uh, Thanks again, and until next time, don't worry, everyone. We We got got this. this. We got this.